Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to Trundle Bed Tales, the podcast about Laura Ingalls Wilder, historic foodways, one-room schools, and other social history. This is Sarah Utah, the host and creator of Trundle Bed Tales. Find us around the web under Trundle Bed Tales and on your favorite social media platform. If you listen or just have an account on iTunes, please leave positive feedback because that helps people find the show. Today's episode is one of our short uh, what's going on in Laura Ingalls Wilder fandom roundups. And uh, again, this is late this this month. And uh, I have just frankly done abysmally getting new episodes up. I was on track again in April, in May, um, in March. Then in April, I just got this rollout one done. And in May, I am doing even this one late. But you probably can tell Um, that I have been fighting off a really nasty cold that has kind of settled in my voice. And so um, I haven't been pushing, trying to get, (coughs) see, I told you, I haven't been pushing, trying to get uh, episodes done as much as I should, but uh, things are going to quiet down on the presentation front here. So I should be able to go ahead and get a couple of episodes in in May. Uh, I have in mind who I want to come speak, and I just have to get some things nailed down. So, with no further ado, let's go ahead and look what's going on in during May 2017. Now, uh, as I say, May tends to be not a really big month for events at the home sites. It's where things are sort of starting to wake up, but there really is not a lot going on. Um, And those things that are, for the most part, are towards the end of the month. So uh, we have a few things uh, to talk about yet. On May 1st, uh, the Old Wisconsin uh, rolled out a essay contest uh, about Laura and there was, they did this for many years, the Pep and Laura days, and I really liked it. In fact, I won one year, but um, it, uh, they really, the person who ran it's kind of moved on to other things, and they haven't had one in quite a while. So I'm glad to see that somebody else in Wisconsin has sort of picked up the torch and is carrying that on. I think this is mostly because it's the 150th uh, anniversary year this year. But you never know, and if they had a good response, maybe we'll see it again. So if you're interested in it, honestly, I don't have the end date right here in front of me. But uh, it's called Little House Big Story, and you either can Google that, or if you go to my blog and look for the um, May 2017 Laura Ingalls Wilder event, there's a direct link there. Now, May 20th is uh, kind of a different Laura, or Laura event. Uh, Spring Valley 
just can't quite make up its mind of exactly how much celebrating Laura they want to do and exactly how much um, benefit there is to the town to do it. Frankly, uh, considering how well other sites do, I mean, you can have everybody who comes to your normal days festival and then on top of that, Laura fans, I think it's a good deal. Um, they used to have one that they, their, their days, their small town days. If um, you're not from a small town, most will have um, a weekend during the summer usually. And they uh, call it days. So um, we have beef days around here, sauerkraut days, um, sweet corn days. There's, you know, all of them, usually a food, but not always. Oh, Trek Fest. That's one of my favorites. That's down in Riverside. Um, and they called theirs Wilder Fest. But I don't think they ever advertised it properly. And so whether they didn't think that impacted attendance or if they just got people in who didn't care, I do not know. But they, uh, their days are no longer Wilder Fest. But when they were one of the events, it happened fairly early in the summer. And one of the events was the Almanza 100 Gravel Road Bike Cut Race. And though the Wilder Fest has moved on and become something else, the Almanza 100 is still going on. And this year it's going to be May 20th. Now, what this is, and frankly, I, I just love this idea. And... I don't want to give you my whole philosophy on bicycles right now, but um, let me just quickly say that there were people who rode bikes for speed, and then there were the other kinds of people. And frankly, my sympathies are with the other kinds of people, and the vast majority of people today ride for speed. This is an event for the other kinds of people. You are not trying to do the fastest. You are not just zooming through different gears and, you know, skating along with little effort from you. Uh, it is an actual, you are working to move this bike along and on, on real gravel roads. And so the idea is that you're out in the country, you're on different terrain, you're actually having to work for uh, making the bicycle go. And I just think it's kind of a cool thing. Now, would I be able to compete in it? No, I don't think so, um, because I'm not quite that, uh, because, well, I don't have a bicycle right now, for one thing, and I'm not that good, but I think it's just great that they do it, and if you know anybody who is into gravel uh, bike riding, uh, which there is this whole movement about it, have them check out the Amanzo 100 in Spring Valley, Minnesota. And the last event, we have scheduled is in Baroque and that was, is going to be an Advent Christian church, which is the small white church up by the cemetery. There are three churches in town, two of which have active congregations. And then this is the third one. Uh, and it has been gifted to the Loring Wilder association in Baroque. And they have been working on, um, on getting this restored so they would have additional space because if anybody's attended, visited Baroque, you'll know there is like no space there whatsoever inside the buildings. 
So they were hoping to be able to use this like when they had bus tours to get so that people be all sat down in one place when they talked to them. Uh, if it was raining, a place where people could go inside for eating and I don't know what all. But uh, it is now at the point where they can actually use it for events. And uh, they are on May 29th, they are going to be having a open house. Uh, so everybody can come and visit them. Now, it's from it's on Memorial Day, and it's from 9.30 in the morning to 2 in the afternoon. And I will warn you, if you are looking for this, when you go into Baroque, the main road sort of is an ox loop, uh, which, or I'm not ox loop, an ox bow, which means it's a curved road that has been cut off by another road, straightening out like imagine um a archery bow and the road is sort of the wooden part uh that gets cut off and the straight part would be like the string and it happens a lot of places where people uh, have come through and and straightened roads that were originally laid out following the natural contours of the land well anyway there's one of those in baroque that swings through the whole town so you can get back to the main road on either end. Now, when you come in on the southern side of that ox uh, ox bow, there is a um, cemetery right there you go by. In fact, if you just pass by on the highway, you see the cemetery, which apparently looks different than it did in Laura's time in that it used to have a lot of the pine trees you usually see in cemeteries. But at some point, apparently, they were taken out, which is too bad. But anyway, so you see that cemetery. But there's, uh, you see a gate into that cemetery as you pull into town on the southern end of the Oxbow. But there's no way really to get in on that part except by foot, and there's not a great place to park. So in order to do this there, you have to go all the way into town to the main intersection, turn left, and then you're going to be looking for a big road that turns left again, and you're going to go up to the end of that, and that's the cemetery, and that's where the church is. Okay, so that's it for events. For my presentations, uh, I had several that are my one-room school program that I do for classes. That is an immersion program uh, for four hours. We uh, take the the students to an actual one-room school, well, a museum now, but it's it's a school and was a school, and, and take them through an immersion experience of um, being a one-room school student in 1876 or four hours. So that's what those are if you ever see them on my schedule. Uh, even though they aren't open to the public, uh, though you might be able to make special arrangements if you ask, I'm not sure, they also... Um, I like to put them on the public schedule because that way I remember not to book anything else those days. So that's where all those are. I also uh, returned to the Tama Toledo Museum after eight years, and they had another record crowd. I was at uh, the John C. Haney Historical Society on May 7th. And uh, coming up this Saturday, I'm going to be at the Toma Museum and the Toma Theater in Toma, T-O-M-A-H, Wisconsin, and I'm going to be doing shows there at 2 p.m. and 7.30 p.m. And I hope that I see you there. Now, uh, we don't have much 
more time, but let me just quickly run through uh, the sites that open uh, during May. Pepin, Independence opened before, Walnut Grove opened before, but uh, in May they have now gone to weekend hours again. Uh, the dugout site normally does not open until May, but it actually was out in April. Baroque opened May 1st. DeSmet um, expands to Saturday being open hours during May, and then we'll go to seven days a week, June 1st. Ingalls Homestead is open for regular hours starting Memorial Day weekend where they have activities from 10 to 6. March or Mansfield opened in March. Malone opens in a little over a week, May 27th. Spring Valley, regular hours start Memorial Day weekend. Keystone opens June 1st. And Vinton um, is sort of perpetually open if you contact them. So that is sort of what we've got on for April. And I hope for April, that's what we have on for May. And I will be back with you hopefully in just a few days to give you the update for June. I appreciate you joining us and hopefully my voice will get better soon and we can have more trundle bed tales. Remember to brighten the corner where you are.